You're listening to the Cute Girls Club podcast, a safe space for women to talk about sex, love, money, and relationships. Here at the Cute Girls Club, we laugh, love, and liberate each other. Cuties, buckle up, and let's have some fun on today's episode. Welcome to the Cute Girls Club, and I am your host, Ja. Get in here and get in here. We're going to have an amazing, amazing time today. Let's get the housekeeping. Definitely give us five stars. Please share the podcast with your family and friends. And we've got to jump right on in to the topic. As you can see, never let a man waste your time twice. Now, a lot of people may say time is a construct, it is a figment of one's imagination. Unfortunately, it is the reality of the masses. So as much as you may want to think it's linear or it's, it's, it's an imaginary or whatever, whatever, unfortunately, you still have to operate within the construct of time because it is observed by the masses. So with that being said, time is one of our most valuable resources and assets because if you think about it time is the one thing that you can't get back and that you can't do over if you are in a financial crisis and you lose everything you can get it back if you you know if you you know just anything tangible cars clothes houses uh you know and unfortunately sometimes you know if you lose one husband, you can get another one. They won't be the same. Hopefully, you wouldn't want the same unless they passed away and you pick somebody like it. Unfortunately, but time is the one thing that we cannot get back in the space and time. And so, because it's such a precious commodity and it is so valuable, we have to watch the company that we keep. We have to watch who we give our time to. So if you had a stack of gold right now, and let's just say you had your stack of gold was worth a million dollars. You had this big stack of gold that's worth a million dollars. If I told you to give it to some bum who didn't have a job, who didn't work, who didn't have anywhere to live, who did, who was uneducated, who didn't have wash his butt, who wore his pants hanging off of his butt, um, who didn't know how to speak, didn't own a suit, didn't have any goals, any aspirations. If I said, give all of your gold to him, you'll be like, what? You, you, just with me saying it's probably giving you pause right now. But if we think about it, some of us is giving our million-dollar stack of gold to someone who just does not deserve it, someone who is unworthy. We're literally giving all of our body, all some of y'all women who in, in cuties, if y'all up in here paying for dick, I, oh, I could just choke. Oh, my goodness. Y'all making my central nervous system bad. 
If you are literally taking care of a dude right now, somebody sitting up in there eating up the cereal and um, sitting on his ass and dropping you off to your job while he have none. Um, if he living up in your house for free or you paying all the bills and he paying nothing or he just paying a little bit and you sitting around talking about, well, he'll, he, you know, his rap career about to take off. Ma'am, he 47. What I'm saying to you is please don't be letting nobody be wasting your resources and your time and using your body and eating up your food. And um, because a lot of y'all, when my cuties, when your children do not respect you, a lot of that comes from them looking at the choices that you're making because they know that you sitting up in here with a low down man or a man who is not worthy of any time, a man who is unvaluable. But see, because your kids see him for who he is because see, your kids ain't digmatized. Your kids ain't up in there because he done had your legs to the ceiling. See, your kids don't care nothing about that. You sitting up in here blind by orgasms and your kids is sitting here looking at a fool who ain't about nothing. They know he wasting your time. They praying that they were just waiting to get grown because it, your daughters is like, oh, no, I, either they going to be just like you or it's a lot of daughters is like, oh, I don't want to be nothing like my mama. Because my mama was stupid for men. Because see young. Especially these kids now. Because they're exposed to everything. So they see you for who you are. Faster than we did. Back in our days. So I need for you all. To start treating y'all most valuable. Resource. Treat it like it's a prized possession. And you know what. This is something I also want you to do. I want you to sit down. Because I, I, the reason why I'm able to do this is because, um, of course, like I told you all, I'm in therapy. And um, I have different exercises. And so, like, when I, it was not for this particular time constraints. But it was another exercise that I correlated to this. I want you my well I want you my cuties to think about all the time that you were wasted trying to make a unhealthy unworthy disrespectful unfruitful relationship work I want you to add up the years add up the tears Add up the nights that you were wondering what he was doing, who he was doing it with, where he was doing it at. I want you to add up all of the times that you listened to lie after lie, hoping he'll change when the change should have been you. I want you to think about all the times you endured unthinkable things. The cheating, the lying, the diseases. And listen, y'all. The STDs, the regular STDs, that like that wasn't bad enough. 
Now you got to worry about, am I going to get Covisha and monkeypox on top of the traditional STDs? Some of y'all want you to think about the money that you wasted. Buying clothes, buying shoes, buying presents, going on trips, thinking that if you gave him this, he'll love you more. Trying to turn a frog into a prince. That's one of my favorite things when I look at the movie Two Can Play This Game with Vivian Vivica Fox. The role Bobby Brown played, he was a, a Jerry Curl, buck tooth uh, mechanic. And, um,. Wendy Raquel Robinson, her role, her 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 um character, got him, dusted him off, got him a haircut, got his teeth fixed, and one day they was in the mall and he passed back by a mirror. And he thought he was fine. And after that, then all of the cheating and the lying started. But I want you to add up all that time that you wasted. Investing in somebody who didn't invest in you. Men that you poured into, but they didn't pour into you. All they wanted to do was take. The men that you supported, but they didn't support you. That you you poured all in this into men who didn't even ask if you were okay. Because they didn't care. They didn't care about you. They didn't care about your daily existence. Let alone your needs. How many times you poured into a one-sided relationship? I know I've done it. I'm not going to sit here and try to, you know, make it seem like, you know, y'all y'all alone. So now you're hurt. He's hurt you. Maybe he's even devastated you. He destroyed your confidence in men. He used and abused you. And that includes verbal abuse. All the times y'all done got into it, all the bees and holes you be in, all of the things that you, you know, you, some of y'all done had stuff destroyed, y'all done had y'all house broke into, y'all done had y'all stuff stolen, you've had money stolen from your purse. You, you Some of y'all done been through some craziness. Y'all been beat up while you was pregnant. Some of y'all didn't slept with your friend, your mama. Yeah, it's some mamas out here greasy. And yes, it's some of y'all, it's some cuties out here. Y'all ain't been no angel. Y'all be talking about y'all a saint, not yeah, Saint Bernard. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, you didn't you didn't been taken through the ringer girl. You done been lied to. You've been cheated. You've been talked bad about. Because this is the thing. A little boy who don't want to take accountability for his part will literally talk to talk about you like a dog, like a gossiping hen. Men actually um, get gossip more than a woman, most of them. And then after you, after he, and this is the thing, after a lot of these dudes... They didn't use all your resources. They didn't. They didn't moved up into your house. And my and my cuties, let me tell y'all something. Please don't do that. 
But y'all done set up in here. Y'all done cooked and y'all done cleaned. Y'all done did everything for some fool who hasn't poured anything into you. Or, because I've had that before, where it's confusing. They'll be nice, but then they'll cheat Or they'll be kind, but then they low down. But this is the thing. A lot of times, these same men who left you for somebody else, told you you weren't men, you weren't cute enough, you weren't slim enough, you weren't fat enough, you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too this, you have too never, you're this, this, this. Then when they, because they thought it was a greener pasture, that, or they thought it was a bigger food, and then they ran out where they went to. Then now all of a sudden, they want to come back. Then they hit you with the nostalgia. Remember when we used to? You remember when we used to go to the movies? Remember when we used to make love to the in the rain? Do you remember when we used to take walks? Do you remember when we were? My cuties, I want you to ask yourself, who paid dearly for those memories? Who ended up with the short end of the stick of those memories? And now let's just say you fall for the, the nostalgia. Then he gonna hit you with the good, great sex. He gonna hit you with the one leg up. Let me tell you something. Don't nobody slang dick better than an impoverished man who is about to have to fluff up a dang on a cardboard box or have to put his tent together in Tent City. But he's going to try to hit you with the good sex. And this is the thing. You don't think they don't know that, the, that that great sex is not no hot commodity? Especially these days with the Popeye's Church's Chicken, KLC Dinglings that that's struggling to maintain an erection out here in these streets. Because they walking around here with high blood pressure and uh, clogged arteries with poor circulation to the penis. So while he's sitting around here hitting all four corners of your walls, causing vaginal hurricanes with a splash of a tsunami, all the while, he going to be whispering in your ear, I love you so much. And he going to be hitting all four corners. And he going to be sit, he going to be hit, giving you he going to be flooding you with I love yous. You it's going to be floods like a uh uh like a smash up a hurricane sand in hurricane Katrina all rolled up into one. That's how much he going to swear he love you. That's how that's how the I love yous going to come flooding in. Oh, and let's not leave out all that I missed you so much. Oh, my world just ain't been right without you. Let me tell you something. You need to listen to what's being said to you. Because a lot of times, it be a little honesty in there. My world ain't been the same without you. 
Yeah, that means I ain't had no personalized food. I ain't had nobody that 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 was a fool for me like you. Tell me, I need you. I want the our old life back. Yeah. Listen, I need for you to read between those lines. And you need to be like, I'm sure he does. He need his fool back. Let me tell y'all something. Be clear, when you see a man that try to come back to you, that mistreated you, and then come back, this is someone who doesn't like you, they like the benefits of you. This is someone who doesn't respect you. They like the personalized fool that they once had in you. They searched for a better food in you, but they couldn't find it or they couldn't sustain it. The other person that they was trying to make a fool out of, they woke up and sent them to the door quickly. So they need the fool back who was cooking and cleaning and paying for everything. They need that fool back that was providing a beautiful home, that was washing and dry cleaning his clothes. And let me tell you something, this personal food stuff don't have to be boyfriend-girlfriend related. It could be husband-wife related. It could be wife and wife and husband and husband. You know, of course, we love everybody. Whatever the dynamic. But this is, they want their food back, like I said. The one who was cooking and cleaning, paying for everyone thing, providing a beautiful home. Washing and dry cleaning his clothes. Taking care of the kids if y'all have them. And let me tell you something. Ladies who have kids with a man. That is business low down to you. Who don't like you but like the benefits of you. He will use your children as a weapon against you. So that he can get back in there and continue with part two of making a fool out of you. And he'll say shit like, you know, I want my family back. I want us to be a family again. My kids miss me. I miss my kids. Well, you done tolerated your kids. And you talking about you miss kids. Let me tell you something. When somebody hollering out they miss their kids, you need to ask yourself, did did he take off from work when these kids were sick? Did he help with any homework? Did he do any pickup and drop offs to any of these games? Did he even show up to a game? Did he show up to did he go to any of these practices? Did he go to any parent teacher conferences? Did he wipe a snotty nose? Did he change a pamper? Was he there when he, when that child was had fevers? Colic? And God help you if you got a child that special needs. Did he participate in any of this? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself when you have some fool coming up talking about he missed, I miss my family, I want my family back. Sorry, you just tolerated your family. Sis, I want you to say to yourself, What did it look like the first time? Before you go passing out second chances, what did it look like the first time? Then I need for you to look at the time period. 
between the first time and this request for a second chance. Let me tell you something. If he coming back six, seven months later, that ain't enough time for nobody to change and get no sense and become a better person that's honest and integral. So I want you to think. Short periods of time, even years, a man is more than likely, then he's more than likely not made any significant changes that will positively impact your life. And understand, he will pray, P-R-E-Y, on you to reap the benefits that you bring. Let me tell you something. He treats you like, you know how you hate your job, but you love the benefits. You love the pay, but you hate the job. It's the same concept. He hates you, but he loves the benefits of you. He got you doing everything all over again, even taking care of the dog that you didn't want. But he'll sit up in there and talk about, I miss my family. So watch out and look closely at who's asking for these second chances. And so the first question you need to be asking is asking yourself, how does a second chance with this person benefit me? Because, see, he reaped all the benefits the first time, and he didn't appreciate them because he wasn't in love with you. He was in love with the benefit of you, or he didn't like the way you looked. Or he didn't like the way, he, he the one got you pregnant, but you gained weight. Now he don't like you, you fat. So he want somebody who ain't had no children, who don't have no stress mark. So you, but you willing to trade you in and your kids and your dog for somebody he think look better that he can present to his friends. Because see, this is the thing. Usually when you looking at these second chance men, they boys, little boys, and they care about more of what they're, Boys think and what people, the exterior, is going to think of him. Fuck you and your kids if he can look better in the eyes of his boys. So if you're going to sit up in there and entertain a second chance with someone who has not been good to you, you need to ask yourself, does a second chance with this person benefit me? You need to be asking yourself, will it harm the emotional progress I've made? Because, of course, my cutest, I've always been a proponent for you all to get the, to get the um, therapy. Do the exercises to become a better person so that you can progress and you can open yourself up to be able to receive better, greater, happier, joyous people. Not just love, but even just people. So it, how will a second chance harm your emotional progress that you've made? Will it be a threat to your healing? That's what you need to be asking yourself. Does being with this man or person, does it make you smarter? Does it make you richer? Does it make you better? Does it make you wiser? Does it get you closer to God and not religion? 
watch out for them pulpit pimps, y'all. Because the church horrors be lurking. So that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about spiritually connecting. And let me tell y'all my, what my cuties. It's two things that I always tell young women. That rarely benefits a woman. Shacking and checking second chances. Shacking and second chances rarely benefit a woman. So let me tell you something. Don't let no fool waste your time twice. And I like it. Judge Lynn told her, she, she, she said, don't let a man tell you he don't want you twice. Well, I want to add a caveat to that by saying, don't let a man waste your time twice. So, in conclusion, is change good? Yes. Is change inevitable? Yes. But you need to get to the root of the change within him. Change is often uncomfortable. And man boys hate to be uncomfortable. They will use you up to be comfortable. And they will continue to be irresponsible. So make sure you're not being played or preyed upon. And ask yourself, what values does this bring to your life? What value, if I bring this person back into my life, what does it bring? What will it look like? What are the benefits? And I'm talking about how it benefits you. Is he going to bring more money? Or is it going to, you know, or is it a hit to your bottom line? Because y'all, I was looking at a TikTok and the lady, this was a married woman. And she stated that. She had the two incomes, hers and her husband, and she did everything. And she got she divorced her husband. And she she sat there one day and tried to figure out what did he do. The only thing he would do was take the trash to the curb once a week. And she realized that she even had four hundred dollars left in her budget. After not being with him. He was sucking the life out of their household. And she had three kids. And she was relieved. And she had more money left over. Let me tell you something. Make sure giving this second chance is not going to be a hit to your bottom line. You need to ask, is this second chance... Is it going to give you peace or is it going to break your peace? Also, you need to ask, is this union, is it going to please God or whomever you believe in? Just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into because life is supposed to be good and happy. You deserve love. 
Love that don't cost you anything. It don't cost you money. It don't waste your time. It doesn't strip you of your dignity. It does not disturb your peace. It does not disrespect you. It does not cause you to have to sacrifice you. It does not have to make you have to dumb yourself down. It doesn't have to dim your light. It doesn't have to make you a bad example for your kids. See, real love and true love, it don't have to hurt you like this. You don't have to, you don't have to be talked too crazy. You don't have to be hit. You don't have to be an a, 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 a emotional punching bag. You don't have to be a sperm receptacle. Because a lot of these dudes that's asking you for, for second chances, they, they like the fact that, that they don't have to be responsible. They know they can go inside of you without a condom. They know that, that you know, they can, they can ejaculate and you will take all the responsibility of any babies that's made. They know that they don't care if you deal with any, any COVID, any disease, any anything. They don't care. As long as they get what they temporarily think they want. So, my cuties, I want to make sure you are making a wise decision if you decide to give a second chance. And you need to be clear that there is a very, very big, big, big chance that you're going to be wasting your time. Y'all, my lights just came back on. Yay! I didn't have any lights, y'all. But I just got them back. <laughs> but back to the thing. Never let a man waste your time twice. And some cuties, some of my cuties, some of these dudes that already used up their second chance. And they then came back and asked you for a third chance. I pray to God you're not entertaining that. I pray to God you're not finna waste your time a third time. You finna let somebody waste your time three times. The third time is not the charm. And let me tell you something. Sometimes the time wasting is subtle. Like the one who gave you the engagement ring. And five years have gone by and you still ain't ain't solidified a date, ain't looked at no dress, ain't not one nickel, not one nickel has been saved for a wedding. You just talking about some, my fiance, my fiance, you know your folk laughing at you behind your back. And some of y'all letting them uh, be a... Uh, Wasting your time with a cubic zirconia ring or a ring that's got some diamond dust on it. Something that y'all can't even sell and make no money off of. So what I'm saying is, never let a man waste your time twice. You should be trying to not let him waste your time once. But a lot of times we got some stuff... Sometimes, like mama always said, sometimes the best sense is bought and paid for. So some stuff you just have to experience. But I say that to say, please, my cuties, 
Understand your value. Understand that you're worth it. Understand that sometimes it even may seem lonely. But let me tell you something. I would rather be within my company enjoying my life and in, in trips and luxury and, and all of this than to be with someone who does not compliment me. Someone who doesn't add to my experience of life. Someone who does not, um, that we can't come together and lift one another up, encourage one another, speak to each other in love and kindness, respect one another, respect each other's space and time. I would rather do this life with myself than to do it with chaos. So if you're with some chaos and it's been a long time, sis, I would say this would be a good time to look at it and start your exit strategy. And I need for you all to put do your benefit sheet. Let me tell you something. Every time, because I do loans, every time we do a cash out refinance, we do something that's called the benefit to the borrower. So pulling the cash and the equity out of your house, how does it benefit the borrower? Is it going to be improvements to the home? Is it a better interest rate? Is it coming out of an FHA loan with mortgage insurance into a conventional that's automatic? Where it drops the where you drop the mortgage insurance? Um, what is the benefit to the borrower? The same thing here. Dealing with this person, what is the benefit of them being with you? And sometimes when you're journaling, put that in your journal. And it don't necessarily have to be to love relationships. Some of these relationships that are toxic or you don't see where they're serving you as, as good as they used to. Or if you see a disproportion in you and that person's growth, and it's okay to outgrow each other. But it's not okay to waste your time. Because you don't know how much of it you got. So wouldn't you like to enjoy your time? Or would you like to throw it away? And that's all I got to say about that. So I'm going to take a break. And I'll come back with part two. And I hope you're enjoying this one. And I hope you got something out of it. I'll see you shortly. Hi, my cuties. I wanted to insert a bonus for you guys between part one and part two, because this just kind of came over me and I was like, oh, I can't let this one wait till next week. So I wanted to also go in and just kind of talk to you, my cuties. Stop accepting poor behavior. See, this is the thing. And I get that loneliness it usually guides someone allowing mistreatment of them because they don't want this person to not be in their life anymore or they love the good things about them so much that there are things that are bad and toxic and there are things that are destroying them they don't want to let the person go but I'm, I'm just here to let y'all know, baby, you may feel 
some degree of loneliness, but instead of being lonely, fill that in with self-improvement, getting more knowledge, getting yourself in a better financial position, uh, learning more about you. So instead of wasting your time accepting poor behavior, you know, I would like to say, just stop it. Stop rewarding poor behavior. And my favorite, stop making excuses for his poor behavior. Because this, let me tell you something. All this, he was abused when he was a kid. He was a product of a fatherless home. He's a product of his environment. His mother and father used to beat him. Or his mama used to get beat by the men that she date. He was laid off. Or, you know, he he got ADHD. Or he got... Di- <clears throat> Let me tell you something. All of this stuff is sad stuff. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that shit don't happen to us because it happens to us all. And some of us can perform and some of us cannot. But have you heard of the word survival of the fittest? The first law, the first law of nature is self-preservation. So you got to do whatever it is that will preserve your mental sanity. What will preserve your financial situations? What will preserve your health? What will preserve your wealth? So it's not that you're saying... That, you know, anything, you can't control what people do and they plight. But when you start letting it destroy who you are, now you're going against your long laws. And then, and of course, my favorite for black, for the black community is the white man is holding us back. Let me tell you something. Black people do more harm to black people than white people. I'll say it again. Black people do more harm to black people than white people. And you know why? Because they have been socially programmed. But this is the thing. We have the power to change and to make better decisions. But it's so comfortable the way that we have been trained. But if you ask the average, average black person, are they a slave? They'll say no. To be quite honest, the whole United States is slaves. The bulk of us. It, it, it is just a lot of it is slavery. But you can't make an excuse with a black man, the white man holding his back. But if if you don't want to get any uh, additional education, okay, because the dropout rates between blacks and Hispanics are higher than white and Asian. Unfortunately, at least a lot of the Hispanics have a excuse of a language barrier. But we don't have that as black people. 
I get it used to be a time that it was against the law for black people to know how to read. But we hundreds of years outside of that. And then this is my thing that I want you cuties to pay attention to. When you see somebody making all these excuses, homosexuals that's living up in your house for free, men who don't have want to work, men who don't have, no, that don't want to learn and get better, all of these excuses. But notice one thing about them. They manage to get everything that they want. And now a homosexual, he'll learn how to he'll learn how to go platinum in the bedroom to keep from paying this high ass rent. And 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 <laughs> y'all gonna be like, Josh, stop it. Let me tell you something. As high as this rent is, I I I mean I'm I almost understand, but I just ain't got time to entertain no predator. Cause that's all a homosexual is. But if he smokes cigarettes, let me tell you something. A person who smokes cigarettes, they'll ask anybody for a smoke or a light. But they won't use that same energy to ask for a job. Tell you, I know you, tell you, going to love that one. Because she be like, I know ain't no able-bodied man standing at this store asking me for no money. Or at the end of this highway at begging me for no money. She don't be, she don't be here for the shit. But this another thing. A lot of these men will buy weed before they are, uh, pay any child support. They'll rather buy a $20 thing of weed, $40. Let's just go here. Even if they buy $20 a weed a week, which they buy more than that, it's probably $40 or $50. But let's just say they buy $50 a week in weed. That's $200 a month. If you got a child... Send them $200 over there to their babies, that child's mama. It ain't going to pay for everything, but it'll buy some groceries. It ain't going to buy groceries for the month. But if she, if he send $200 and she add $200, that's $400 worth of groceries. And if you budget it right and get, learn how to coupon a little bit, that at least, you know what I'm saying, that'll buy something. Even if the baby got to have $400 worth of milk and cereal, he'll survive. He, he, you know, his sugar levels might be high, but shit, he, he won't be dead. I, you know. But let me explain something to you. These men will even lie for sex. They'll lie to a woman to get sex, but you won't lie on a resume. Cuties. Let's be clear. If you are a part of the enabling team, if you are a part of the problem, and you find yourself making excuses for his poor behavior, you are part of your own man problem. And that might be the reason why you're staying. Because you are part of the problem. You enabling the nonsense. And if that's you, please stop. Let me tell you something. Sometimes we have to hold people accountable the way they hold us accountable. I had I deal with this. I I deal with this with my son. When he wants me to do something, he wants me to drop everything, my job, my life, my everything, to do what it is that he wants me to do. 
But when I ask him to do something, he can conveniently forget. Oh, why you didn't remind me? Or even when he asked me for my money, why you didn't remind me to give you the money? I didn't have to remind you to ask for it. So I just look at him and, and now if you can't get nothing from me. And I, if, you, if I do that with my own son, fuck somebody else's son. If you show me any inconsistency, if you don't treat me the way I treat you and the way I deserve to be treated, fuck it. It's just that simple. I move the way they move. If you treat me crazy, I don't deal with you, period. If you inconsistent, I don't deal with you, period. If you think you're going to be consistently lying, I, I, I don't deal with you. That's my answer to it. And I'm going to tell you, my cuties, and me and my son, we've talked about this one plenty of times. We had, that was the thing that we, we started in 2022. We just learned how to say no. Cuties, you're going to have to learn how to say no to these people that are not serving you well. Because, see, this is what we learn. No is a stress reliever. Just no. And you ain't got to get nasty. You ain't got to cuss nobody out. You don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to be disrespectful. Just be like, no. And you don't even have to have an explanation behind the no. If somebody say, uh, hey, can I get um, $100 to next week? No. You don't have to say, well, I don't have it. I used to say, I don't have, I don't have $100 for that. Because I don't, spend, I don't like to speak lack over my life. So I'm not going to ever say I don't have money. Because I always, that's contradiction to me coming up saying that I am abundant. But my life is filled with abundance. I, there's nothing that I cannot have. Miracles come around me. Money floods all into me. See, that goes against the grain of that. If somebody asks me for something and I tell them I don't have it. No. Or I don't have it for that. No. So I don't say that over my life anymore. I just say no. With no explanation. And I don't be mean about it. Can I, can I get, a, I need $100 to next week. No. And some people going to press you. Oh, you, you don't have $100? No, I'm not giving anyone $100. And it's just that simple. And let me call you back. And if you know it's somebody that's going to press you after you say no, that's what you say. Oh, no, baby, I'm not going to be able to do that. Let me call you back. And get rushed their ass off the phone. And the people who send you a text message for your money, that's the one I can't stand. Don't send me no goddamn text message asking me for my money. Call me on the phone and have the decency to uh, come to me and say, blah, blah, blah. 
not like I said, no is a stress reliever. It takes a whole lot of pressure off of you. And the reason why we say that is because yes comes with too much stress and too much responsibility. Especially if you are a person of your word and you're dealing with somebody who is not a person of their word. Listen to me, my loves. You can't make a person be right. You can't make a person do right. You can't make a person be consistent. You can't make a person be a man or a woman of their word. You can't make a person do things and be integral and be a good person and be kind and to be loving and to be respectful. These are foundational things. These are things that should come standard. Do y'all understand we are dealing with people and making excuses for people who have behavior that goes against the grain of good, good, the good things that should be basic human kindnesses and goodnesses, things that should come standard. And we up in here making, making, making excuses for the poor, poor behavior, the bullshit. And let me ask y'all something, my cuties. If you went to any new car dealership and you walked in, you could smell the new car smell and you get up in there, just say they, just say they took all the cars off the lot and put them in the back. And the first thing you saw was just the showroom and then you walk into the showroom and you notice that all the rear view mirrors was missing. The steering wheels was missing and the tires was missing. But it was a sticker in the window that said $50,000. And the salesperson walking you along like nothing is wrong. And, and, and then go in the back and you get back there and all the rear view mirrors and all the tires and all the steering wheels missing. And they talking about these are our 2023s and we trying to get them out of here because we got some new 2024s over here and they ain't got no steering wheel and they don't have no rear view mirror and they don't have no tires. But the 2024s is $70,000. And then um, they, they're talking to you. We got 0% financing would approve credit, but you know, would you accept this? No. Because a steering wheel, some freaking rear view mirror, and tires should come standard on a brand new car. A tires and rear view mirror and a steering wheel is come standard on a jalopy, on a buggy, on a bucket, on a um struggle struggle uh vehicle that even come standard so even though he ain't brand new even if he a bucket he should come standard with decency goodness kindness respect loving uh, i'm sorry and i get shit happened to us and I done been through some shit, but I don't be mean to people. I ain't disrespectful to people unless you try to come with it. 
then I, I'm, I'm the most disrespectful if you push the butt, right button. I'm getting better at it as the older I get because I just don't care. I just, I just don't care no more. I got so many other things to, to, to tend to that, that weighs heavily on me. That, and, and I'm like, that's the reason why I'm like, y'all get your therapy. Cause it, it, cause you need to be a good person. You need to be a kinder person. You need to be a loving person. You should be that person. So I'm going to ask you all, my cuties, start looking for the stuff that should come standard. And don't make excuses for that behavior. Don't be staying down with broke down men, broke down people that's missing kindness, that's missing integrity, that's missing emotional stability, intelligence. And this is the thing. If you have somebody saying, well, I'm in counseling, I'm in therapy, that's somebody trying to do the work. But if somebody be like, ain't nothing wrong with me, run. And you make it ask a prerequisite. So you've already done the therapy, you've already done the work. Oh, I ain't going to know that. Okay, then. Okay. All right, sugar. But if somebody missing work ethic, missing consistency, missing spiritual connections with who we believe in, missing ability to want to change, this world changing quickly. That's why I tell y'all, get into y'all therapy. Get yourself, because we're going to have to get ourselves ready. We don't know what the hell next. If 2020 pandemic didn't teach us nothing, shit, we got to learn how to pivot. Because we don't know what the hell is going to happen. And I can't add no low-down fool who inconsistent that's trying to live off of nobody, that's disrespectful, trying to hit people, who has poor ethics, poor behavior. You can't carry that shit on your back, too, with trying to learn how to pivot. So my cuties, I just wanted to throw this in here, you know, because a lot of y'all women are literally accepting poor behavior. Oh, that's just how he is. Oh, he be grumpy. He be da-da-da-da. Grumpy is fine as long as you shut your ass up in the corner with that grumpiness. But if you start lashing out and talking crazy and being disrespectful and hateful, that's a problem. And let me ask y'all a question, cuties. Because this might be a better question. Are you accepting nonsensical behavior because you some nonsense? And this is the thing. We're not going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because I have, I have my own shit. It's times that I just don't want to talk. And don't be nothing against nobody. It don't, it don't, nobody ain't did nothing. But if I tell you I don't want to talk, just leave me alone. I don't want to talk. It's not all the time. It might be once a month. But it's going to be some times I don't want to talk. Because I want to just be quiet. Because I can't think things through. With all that outside distractive noise. 
So if you got some idiosyncrasies about yourself, you need to express that to your partner and let them know the why. But see, can't nobody come up and be like, well, you know what? I punch motherfuckers in the eye and I beat a bitch ass every now and again. You cool with that? No. I'm talking about extreme bullshit behavior that is unacceptable. Motherfucker talking about I work every now and again. No. You know... <clears throat> I'm going to cheat on you. You know, I like this. You know, I'm good at cheating, baby. I'm real, real good at cheating. I want to cheat on you every now and again. But I need you to give me 100% of you. And I need you to love me unconditionally, unconditionally as I ain't going to give a shit about you really a little bit. I, You know, I give a shit about you a little bit. But maybe kind of on Wednesday, uh, uh, every now and again, um, third Sunday. Yeah. No. And let me explain something to you. That's, I know y'all be like, Josh, you so damn gone funny. <laughs> Some of y'all is being treated like that. And it may not be in that specific arena, but it's in some other arena, but you're being treated like this. You accepting this mistreatment. Why? Ask yourself why. If you got a man out here, and he cheating on you getting babies and you still with him. Ask yourself why. And it's women out there that say, all men cheat. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I can't control what nobody do. I can only control what I accept. And my friend Scott says it the best. If you accept it, expect it. Let me explain something to you. The first time a man cheats on you and you comes back to him... You basically have said to him that you don't mind being cheated on. That is what you have given. You have given him carte blanche to cheat on you. And this is the thing. And I say this to my son all the time. If you, what I need for you before you get up out of this hill, this life. I need you to learn how to control your emotions and to control your dick. Do not respond in an emotional manner that is going to be detrimental to your freedom or your finances. I'd rather you seem passive and walk away. I'd rather you even seem like a coward and walk away, which is the dumbest shit because it takes great strength and restraint to walk away from somebody who has attacked you. That's why I'm saying this to you all. Walk away. Walk away from somebody who is cheating on you. Walk away from somebody who is beating on you. Walk away from somebody who is lying to you. And let me tell you something. If, now, if this person is a layover person, cuties, by all means, as long as he ain't putting his hands on you, if this person is a layover or a bridge to your next life, because let me tell you something. I know it's some of my cuties. Y'all are up here with me and you can't stand, but he, he pay whatever it needs to be paid. He serve whatever purpose he serve. Now, if you stacking your money up, but don't let it be, it, 
if you dealing with the shit for 10 years, that ain't no bridge. That's a home. You ain't bridging to nothing. But if you woke up, just say you woke up last month. Even if you've been with him for 10 years and you woke up last month and said, this motherfucker don't work for me no more. Or he never did, but I'm sick of it. Then you put your bridge plan into effect now. You start stacking your money up. You start positioning yourself for your new place. You start positioning yourself for your new, 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 if you got a business, if you in school, if you getting some more talents and trades, it's going to increase your money. You sit there and you look at that fool like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, but just wait. All I need is 24 months. Uh-huh. Then at that point, you don't care about nothing he say. You don't do nothing for him. You don't go out your way. You don't do nothing. You don't start no argument. When he try to fuss, you just say, okay, love. All right. Okay. You're going to sound condescending as hell. But just be like, oh, okay. Okay. And you stack your money up. You get your therapy. You get everything. So when you bust up out of there, you, you your purse brand new, you brand new, your heart brand new, your mind brand new. Because a lot of times these you, you dealing with somebody who then broke your heart, somebody who then then crushed your confidence. You talk you you done been around somebody who has destroyed your ability to love men. You in there with somebody who that makes the way you got a love hate with uh, feelings and emotions for men. So hop your ass in the therapy. Use your copay. Um, use your EAP employee assistance program to get you some free, whatever you got to do, but, but get in there and get yourself better and, and getting yourself better should be in your exit strategy. So I hope this right here also added some value. Because I couldn't wait till last week. So I had to give y'all this little, wait till, till next week. Sorry, sugars. I had to get, I had to throw this little bonus in between one and segment one and two. I'm sorry for the, the way it's going, the way it's going. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be right back. Hold please for part two is coming again. Bye, bye, cuties. Welcome back to part two. Part two is men are strategic. Listen to me, y'all. Men are very, very strategic. Most people are like, well, they're simple. They're visual. And when you hear that, we're literally making excuses for poor behavior. You do know that. They are very strategic. They know what they want even when they don't know what they want. And I know that sounds like a riddle, but for example, they, let's just say they don't know if they want to get married, but they'll know they don't want you. They'll know, they'll holler at you, not wife material. When they don't even really know what that looked like, they mama wasn't no wife. How you, how you even know what wife material is? And I think that's the reason why we have so much un, un, where people are now between the division in the sexes, 
the abusiveness, the gaslighting of men. Women also are in charge of their finances now, so their livelihoods are not attached to men. To their life, their their survival is not attached to a man. So now she can say. I'm not going to be at gaslight. You're not going to use my body as a sperm receptacle. You're not going to verbally abuse me. You're not going to sexually abuse me. You're not going to mistreat me. You're not going to uh, make my children think less of, me, less of me because they're watching you abuse me. So please let's understand that also <laughs> a lot of times men are the ultimate goal G-O-L-D and gold, G-O-A-L diggers, you will ever see. Because they'll love the benefits that come with you. They'll love the financial, you know, that's the reason why. Can't nobody move in, in my house. Do you understand how much I had to pay to get here and to be here and all of that? And I saw a creator the other day. I don't know who she was, but it was beautiful. The way she laid it out. If a man want to shack up with you, she say, tell him, sure. Okay, so like for, you know, for here, I had to pay, um, I had to pay like $3,800 just to move in. Then the following week, I had to pay another $2,800. And that was because I had a little bit of a special so my first month was a little bit less. But at the end of the day, all of this stuff, right? And then the um, then the lights, whatever you had to pay for the deposit to get the lights on. Whatever you had to pay for deposits to get the um, cable turned on. Whatever you had to pay the, for the parking. Whatever you had to pay to get all of the fees. Add all those fees up. For you to get into the apartment and tell him if he want to move in with you, he got to give you half of that and then the first and the last month's rent. And she said that will separate if some homosexual is trying to live off of you or if this somebody who actually want to build with you. And I thought that was so beautifully put. So I said, let me go ahead on and share that goodness with the cuties because it's men out here who are gold diggers and gold diggers they want to tap into your gold by living off of you and then also they'll have goals that they want to meet and let me tell y'all something it's a bunch of men out here who do not know how to read with understanding or effectively and a lot of y'all women, y'all volunteering to be secretaries, setting up LLCs and talking to accountants and uh, negotiating buildings and doing all this stuff. And then after he did that, now y'all singing, Mary's uh, not going to cry. I was your lover and your secretary working every day of the week. I was at the job when no one else was there helping you get on your feet. Then she said 11 years she sacrificed. And she should have left his ass a thousand times. Let me tell y'all something. As old as that song is, it's the same of y'all's realities or somebody this resonates with right now. You didn't help build him up. He was a butter bean. He was broke. He didn't have nothing. Then you built him up. Now he tired of you. 
because he was you was not who he wanted. He he was who you wanted to facilitate to help him facilitate his goals in the future because he knew he wasn't qualified to do it. And so you have to watch out and make sure somebody loves you and not the benefits of you. And, you know, some of y'all out there doing resumes, sending them out for them because they don't know how to, they don't know how to read. And especially if it's a man that's of a certain age, like in their 60s and 50s, a lot of them men not even um, internet or savvy enough to, you know, because they used to the old school way of doing business where you just, you, it, it, wait, I don't think they old enough for the handshake. That's the men that's in 70s and up. But it's probably some of them out there trying to still be a player with a bad back and a colostrumy bag. Whatever, boy. But um, but this is the thing. You know, when they're utilizing the benefits that come with you, you that's why I tell y'all, stop um, writing resumes and getting helping them get jobs and, you know, doing all this here leg work. You doing so much work, you feel like it's that it's worse than your job. Because you got to come home after you done worked for somebody who don't care nothing about you to come home to work for somebody that's using you. And let me see. While all the, you know, and you don't want, you don't want to be that woman because it makes you bitter. It makes you angry. When you find out somebody has used you and abused you and used your benefits. Now, when if a genuine man comes up, he gets side-dyed or shut down to death. Because it literally destroys your trust in men. And you sitting up in here doing all this work for this fool for free. Because even with a job you hate, at least you get a check, some insurance. But with these dudes, you don't get no benefits. I need for you, my cuties, to think with your mind and not with your heart. Your mind never fails. Your first intuition, it never fails. But a lot of times your heart will make you negate null and void. All the things that you should be paying attention to. All of the signs. So never underestimate men. They are strategic. And they, some of them are a lot smarter than you think. When people like me and Adam know they playing Dom because they playing you. You can't never go for that. They were, they, like I said, they are played Dom to get the things out of you or to get you to do the things that they don't want to do. To get you to do the things that's responsible so they can have fun. They will use you up. They'll use your emotional intelligence. They'll use your intellectual intelligence. And they will use your financial resources. Some of y'all over here giving up full money. I was just listening to a thing with Charleston White and they were saying that... um. And I, I do, I do. He makes a lot of valid points. Um, and it was asking him, you know, how much is too much to give your girl or whatever. 
And he was like, no, it just depends on the relationship. You know, he was just like, if you look out for each other, you know, it shouldn't be no, no, no dollar amount every month. He was like, you know, just say, for instance, you got to pay, um, you need $300 for your child support. You know, you say, babe, give me $300 to pay this child support and I give you 400 next week. I said, the problem with this equation is, is, is that too often when you got a man boy who's struggling to pay his child support, he ain't got the extra $100 to give you next week. Uh, he don't even have a 400, he don't have a 300 to give you. So then after women get burned up after they done tried to help somebody. Then at that point, that's why you see a lot of women today that don't know how to be team players with men. Because they've been that team player before. And they ended up getting burnt. They done sat up in there and helped you with your kids or helped you with this or helped you with your business. And then end up with your, then ultimately getting up some fool ass to kiss. And see, that's why I say to women, you need to always be paying attention the whole time. Are you being loved or are you the benefit? You need to know the difference, ladies. You got to know the difference between is this, does this person love me or do they love what I do for them? Do they love how I make their life more convenient? Do they love how they, I make me eat, make my life easier? Because the women out here, because the women that's of a certain age, we having to um, be be on be on high alert because now that this is a thing where older men they know they sick they got cancer or they got uh kidney failure or they got all of these different sicknesses and illnesses and then they owe hundreds of thousand dollars in hospital bills and and all kinds of debts and bankruptcy. I mean, they they be they everything is a mess. And then they go and find a woman, gaslight her, have her thinking that he they so in love and get married and try to get married quick. So they got somebody to take care of them on their deathbed. Somebody that's up in the dialysis with them. Somebody who up in the in the um the, with the prostate cancer, or somebody who will wipe their ass so they won't be up in into some in some home without nobody caring, giving a fuck about them. And so they looking for women to be care nurses for free, all in the name of gaslighting them, talking about they in love. So it's sad. So also my young girls, my young cuties, I know that sometimes it's more appealing to an older man may be more appealing because it seems like they should have their stuff together or they're more financially secure. You need to make sure you pull all those layers back. Let me see your credit, Negro, or white, white roll, Japanese roll, or Asian roll, whatever it is. You need to, you need to, Trust, but verify. And that's why I always tell y'all, 
before y'all get into these serious relationships or letting somebody move in, uh, getting married, saying it. Even if, even if you somebody asks you to marry and you say, I do, I promise you, take you a little five or $600 and you hire you a private investigator to follow that person for a few days because you need to know where they pulling their car up to. Because some of y'all don't understand that it's a, it's a bunch of single husbands out here too. You thinking you got the man of your dreams. I seen another TikTok with that girl. She thinking she got the man of her dreams. She pulls up on him and he got a whole wife. He got a whole wife and kids. So that's why I tell y'all. Yeah, I'm not saying not love somebody. But I am saying you need to get. You, because people are not telling you who they are. They're not telling you who they are. And let me tell you something. I know respecting ourselves is hard sometimes when you want to be in a relationship. Because it is nice to be able to carry the load with somebody. Somebody's holding, you know, where y'all got each other's back. The companionship. Somebody you can laugh and talk with. Somebody who got like minds and like interests. So I get it. Sometimes we be like, well, you got, you know, people ain't going to be perfect. I'm not saying that we got to look for perfection. But we do should be asking for integrity. You know, simple shit. Like being able to keep your word. Consistency. Showing up for a person. Letting a person know that you love them and that your actions are in alignment with your words. And this is the thing. Some of y'all, these men are so strategic. It's almost like war. Y'all literally with a fool that's doing warfare against you. And speaking of war, it's a war on women. What do you think the, the, the um, dismantling of Roe v. is? All these dismissive attitudes about women's education and accomplishments. We never had nobody. Since when it, was it a bad thing for a woman to have a degree? To have a nice place to live? To have a nice car. I thought that was adulting. You got fools out here trying to knock women on their back for doing well. Because it's a war on women. Gaslighting us. Being dismissive. That ain't cool. Saying stupid shit like, I want us to bring back the good old days. The old school values. So all I hear is, a.k.a. the suppression of women. That's when women didn't have no voice, no resources, no that their livelihood was attached to a man. You couldn't vote. You couldn't buy land. You couldn't, you couldn't excel. You didn't, you didn't make equal to a man. Then we got all of this here, unaliving of women. Because it's men that's angry. They're angry because we don't want them no more. They're angry because they've been raised that a woman is supposed to need you, a damsel in distress. 
and the fact that we're learning that you are the you are the, the reason I'm in distress. You're the threat to me. You're the reason why I'm not at peace. You're the reason why I'm so tired. Having your children doesn't benefit me. I love my kids, but I'm exhausted because I'm having to do this all by myself. So that's why a lot of women are opting out of kids. A lot of women are opting out of marriage. Because it is a threat to their peace. Then we got the reproductive trap trappers out here. It's a lot of men that'll see you doing great and make see that you got everything and get mad, get jealous, and they don't want you to be doing good or better than them, better than you. And what would you think does that that trips a woman's life up? Nothing trips your life up like an unplanned pregnancy and an unplanned expense of a baby. Even though they're saying that the average cost to raise a child in the United States 2022 is $17,000. But if you do it the way most people do it, with all of the things that they want, high-end shoes and having them in nice places, a lot of this stuff going to cost you up with a $25,000, dollars a year to maintain your kids. Because if you look at the statistics... The more children often causes poverty. Then they'll sit up in here and tell all these love lies. When they full well know they don't love you, they don't love themselves, they don't like you, they don't even like themselves. So ladies, you are the prize. And you need to understand that. And ladies, you are a ward until you're not. That means until a man shows you he has your best interest at heart consistently and not just not just a moment or for him to get something out of it. Let me explain something. Until you can understand like I said, you're at war until you're not. Until they can show you and they act like they are for you. You need to act like you at war. Because a lot of us ladies, we walk in the enemy grounds. It's me and I here who are angry because they don't eat, they don't, you have to understand that probably 80 to 90 percent, even, let's just, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm not going to say all the men are butterbees. Let's just say 60 percent of the men, which is more than that, are invisible to us. They ain't cute, they tea fucked up, they stink. They clothes is, is is crazy. They unemployed. They homeless. They they are assholes. They don't they don't smell good. They don't know how to speak well. Uneducated, um, broke, broken, broke down. All of these things, and we literally and we we we, and I think that that's a primal. 
Because if you think in the primal sense that the female of the species are always attracted to the bigger, the stronger, the, the best, the best of the best. So, so that's what's happening. So it's a lot of men jerking off at their keyboard, looking at women that they never can ascertain. And growing a greater, greater, greater hate and disdain and dislike for women. Because they, they're either cornballs or socially awkward. They don't know how to talk to women. Because there's some, too, that they're not necessarily unattractive, but they, have, they are socially awkward. Don't know how to even talk to a woman. Don't know how to get a woman. So, you got a lot of men that's sitting around here that's boiling over with anger. Because, see, it used to be, and that what they're, they're struggling with, they don't like the independence of the woman. Because they're so used to the old school formula. If you work and had a job, you could get a woman. Somebody be like, oh, uh, Milton Down worked down there at the, at the chicken factory. He a good man. And Gladys will be like, oh, let me go on a go on a date, go to the movies with Milton down there to the plant. He can wear his outfit. He, he can wear his onesie from the from the plant, smelling like chicken. And Gladys be like, well, thank you so very much. I had a lovely evening. Women ain't here for that no more. So ladies, you have to be prepared for war. If somebody coming peaceful, be peaceful. If somebody coming with war, protect your heart at all costs, which I'm going to say is just walk away. And if you're talking about somebody who is violent, I would say even if you have to leave the town that you're in, leave. It's not worth you losing your life. Because these a lot of these men are angry and they're unaliving women. And let me tell you something. They know what they're doing when they sit on these podcasts and tell women to choose better than be more like their grandmama, to have old school values, to be traditional. They're talking about the modern moment is going to be along with cats. No one wants anybody over 40. You washed up. All of these things are people that's this is people that are literally verbally abusing you, trying to brainwash you into being with somebody who's less than, which is making trying to force you to be with somebody who don't want to have any accountability and who don't want to do the work to become a better person, a consistent person, a loving person, a person who knows how to listen, a person who knows how to provide for themselves. And a lot of these being can't even provide for themselves let alone a family telling you you're going to grow old with, with cats or dogs even though statistics show that people who have dogs and cats live longer also the fact that women statistics show that women outlive men so ladies you also have to look at the messenger look at the messenger And you got to think about it. They've been doing this for centuries. Remember when they would call a woman over 25, an old maid? And they upset because marriage is no longer a flex to women. 
Women are waking up and they realize marriage is a lot of work with very little benefit. So many men, they just shook because the internet exposing their poor behavior on the larger scale. These men out here talking about we passport boys. Now we seeing them getting stuck in other countries and having to call on their followers to send them cash apps so they can get back in the country. Because they ain't even got enough money to afford a flight change fee. And see, this is the thing. The internet is exposing, like I said, this poor behavior on a larger scale. Because it used to be a time Johnny was a failure in his hometown. Now Johnny is a failure all over the world, thanks to the internet. So ladies, just please don't be fooled by a lot of these uh a lot of these men giving you a facade of ignorance that they don't know when they know what they're doing. They know they're strategic. So ladies, get crystal clear on what these men, what you want and what they want. And if you are not in alignment with that program, be unwavering. Don't make these concessions because a lot of women who have been unalived, if they had to cut that shit short from the gate, they would still be here. And a lot of these women, they have children who have been left behind. So ladies, a lot of your problem is that you don't know what you want. You don't know what you're worth. So that's why I'm like, get into therapy. Find out what you want. Find out what's best for you. Because see, you can't play a victim when you was a participant in the nonsense. Don't facilitate these men's nonsense. When you first meet these fools, write down what you want to know about them for sure. Have your, your key character questions ready. Things that you need to know. And I know it may sound like an interview. And you can tell them. This sounds like an interview because it is. We need to know who we each other are. Let me tell y'all something. Let's say you talk to this dude on the, on the phone. And y'all talk on the phone for three weeks before your first date. A lot of y'all done went on the first date. You don't know his first and last name. You don't know his address. I've been guilty. I'm telling y'all. You don't know his mother's name. You don't know his father's name. You don't know the accurate amount of children. And let me tell y'all. It's men out here with 20 and 25 kids, but they know they can't tell you I got 25 because that's going to be a turnoff. You're going to run for the hills. So they'll be like, I got two kids. That's why I say that private investigator going to help you too because it's going to have to separate some of the lies. Do you know some, whether you work or if he even work? And ladies, watch out for some of them answers, they be, they be vague as hell. And let me tell y'all something. If you go on these dates, be bold. Snap a picture of his, his license plate. Look, in his, look and see if it's a stick in his window with a QR code or something. Snap a picture of that. 
Because some of that will let you know if he live in an apartment complex or if they have, you know, these are these are things you do. Ask for a copy of his driver's license. to say, I need a copy of this to send to my parents so they can know who I'm with. Let me tell you something. A man who has a genuine agenda should not have a problem with you securing your safety. If he says no, then say okay and thank you for your time. And if he says if he says no, don't say anything. Call if you rode with him, call your Uber. And once your Uber pulled up and you're safe, you say, I'm sorry, I, I can't date someone who can't disclose who they are. And you drive off. And you put him in car block. And it's the thing. You have to nicely explain to him that your safety is primary. So this is not, this is not you can't go on this kind of a date. Watch his body language as well. Watch his language. Let me tell you something. A man who, when you say something that he doesn't like and he twitching or his, he start yelling, well, fuck you, bitch, you ain't that cute, da, 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 da. That's a person who has anger problems. That ain't nobody you want no way. And I saw a TikTok with some girl. She said she went, she was going on this date with this guy and something told her to Google the guy that she met him online. And she found out that he had a extensive sexual assault web record. And she was like, if I had a went on that date, I probably would have been his next victim. So lady, Google these men. Because they allow when the truth will do. And let me tell you something. It's hard, you know, and, and, and I and this is the thing. Some stuff you do, you know, we ain't gonna tell everything. Who out here saying, you know, hey, how you doing and everything? I think you're pretty, but I got a few sexual assault charges, you know, you know, but you know, I ain't really in the sexual assault game no more like I used to be, you know. Would you like to go to dinner with me? No. So they know they got to lie. Because let's just say they did change. No woman will ever trust a man who has a sexual assault record. She will never feel safe with this man. Because that's a predator to most to, to women. So just understand they will lie about everything. And I'm not trying to be funny. Unfortunately, it's human nature to lie about the things that will cause access to be denied. So, ladies, you have to be strategic, too, because there's a war against women. And you cannot allow someone to be, allow yourself to become a casualty of this war. This gender war is bad. You may not want it to be. But it's actually real. Because if you divide each side, the top 1% can continue to control everything like puppets. Keep the women again, women against men, gay against straight, black against white, everybody against each other. Nobody's going to come together and do anything for the greater good. 
So, my cuties, I'm going to bring this one to a close. I hope you got some tips out of this so that you can be more safe. Because, like I said, you need to get to know the person. Stop asking for what they sign and their favorite color is. You need to know the real shit about them. What's your credit score? Do you own a home? Do you plan to own a home? What is your saving like? What is your ability to repay is like? What is the last thing that you manifested? How did you save and prepare yourself to get there? Do you know how to control your anger? Do you know how to control your dick? These are good questions to ask. So, my cuties, I'm going to bring this one to a close again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to bring this one to a close. And I hope you have an amazing week. And again, please give us five stars. Share this with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. I thank you so very much for listening and have a most amazing week. I thank you and I'll see you guys next week. Hey cuties, I hope you had lots of fun hanging out with us today. Please like, share, and subscribe so you get notified when new episodes drop. Or follow the Cute Girls Club on Instagram and TikTok. Until next time, stay cute in these streets. Thanks for listening.